So I just talking to All right, dear. Hello, I'm Nana. And if you enjoy listening to my sweethearts talk on this show, maybe tell a friend of yours. And maybe they can enjoy it, too. And if you would like to see this little show go a little bit further, maybe check out the Darlings Buy Me a Coffee account. All right. Okay, honey, you can go ahead with your flashlight thing now. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, Sarah's laughing at me Why for no apparent reason. What? I'm I'm always looking at you, babe. Purposely looking at Because you start giggling just as I started. Anyways, this evening we're trying to get into the Christmas spirit, but without actually getting into the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and we are going to be discussing co- collections. Blah, 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 blah. Collections. So if you collect something, we're talking about it. So we have a full house tonight. I've got Greg. I've got Sarah. I'm still here. Peter's here, Coleman's here, Hello. and Colleen is here. So we've got a full cast, and we're going to try and keep everybody on microphone if we can, because it's tricky sometimes, especially when we are currently only operating two microphones. So, uh, I don't know who wants to go first. Let us know who has what for a collection. I have my Star Trek spaceships, my Star Trek ships. I have the complete Enterprise line. The complete Enterprise line? Yes. So, like, from... Like right, a, from NX-01. Oh, okay. All the way up to F. All the way up to F. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Now, what type are they? Are they Colors. models? Yeah, they're models. They were done by they were done by Eagle Moss. Um, and they're the only ones where I could get the full... That was my whole dream with this, was just to have the complete Enterprise line. I have the Voyager as well, because yeah. it's my favorite ship. But I wanted, and I also have, yeah, the... Uh, Did you make them? No, they were already done. Okay. If I had to make it, it would have never got done. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, actually swing it by holding it here on the arm. Yeah. Move it back and forth. Yeah, that's the only collection I have. It's just that it, one. Is, but, okay, so... And it's very pretty. How yeah, do you display pretty. them? They're in a glass case, and there's oh. lights on top. So, Is it kind of like uh, how it would look in like the captain's office kind of thing? Yeah, kind of. Wall? Yeah, it's there's there's three glass shelves, and then they got a black back. It's got a black metal background. Oh, okay. so they can actually stand out, and then the light shines through, and I you can see all of them and their oh. insignia and their registration numbers. Yeah, you'll have to take a picture of it for me. Yep. Send me it over Messenger or whatever. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yes, you can. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, we'll put out some or mm. pictures of some of our collections, and I just deleted a whole bunch of photos, too. That's hilarious. <laughs> I have, for Colleen, I have, uh, anyone who knows me knows that I am a massive collector of lots and lots of things. <laughs> so, um, Guilty. I, yeah, I have, um, I, I collect anything poodle, so any poodles. Um, I've got like anything from figurines to stuffed animals to ornaments to whatever. If it's a poodle, dishware, dishware, you name it. If it's poodle, I get it. Um, my biggest problem is you can find tons of like white, black, pink, purple, but I'm always looking for green and yellow. So if anyone finds green and yellow, please let me know. Green and yellow poodles. You do know those aren't natural poodle colors, right? Yeah, but I only have one green. My sister Kathy's the only one who's ever been able to find me a green poodle and a yellow poodle. I don't, so I have one of each. Matt's Googling. Oh. <laughs> um, the I also have a Star Wars collection, which I had to really pare down. So I only collect the Skywalker family. Because, of course, anyone who collects Star Wars knows there's a hell of a lot out there. Um and recently, uh, probably about a year, two years ago, Sarah and I went through my whole collection and 
I didn't have room for them anymore. They used to be displayed on my wall, um, and I lost my wall when I moved. Oh, my God. I remember going in there, and she's got, like, uh, Queen Amidala in three different royal dresses. The portrait edition Amidalas. Yeah. Yes, because I love costumes. Oh, those were amazing. Yeah. It, it was, like, all made out of normal fabric and stuff like that, but it was... What? Yeah, full, they were full. they were full size dolls. They were closer to a Barbie than they were to an action figure. Yeah, yeah, and they're they um uh they are they're called the portrait edition, and they're really intricate and they're gorgeous, and they were very expensive. Um, the but Sarah and I went through, and we actually took most of mine out of their containers. Um, so we actually opened them up, and I got rid of the packaging on a lot of them because it was the only way I'd be able to keep them. But because I'm not going to be getting rid of them. It was like, okay, the only one I'm missing is I'm missing Padme uh, with Ascension Gun because I wouldn't pay the amount of money for it. So um, my other big collection is I, I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. Uh, stamps. Oh. Postage stamps. Canadian postage stamps. My grandma started me on it. Um, she started all of her grandkids on it, and I was the only one who actually was interested. So I got them all. So I have all my postage stamps. Huge stamp collection. And then I inherited ones from grandparents and uncle and you name it. So, I can verify this because I had to move three bins worth <laughs> just and, recently. And they're all in. I found these special like uh, Rubbermaid containers that are vapor sealed yep. to make sure to keep them safe against the elements and moisture because you do not want your stamps to get moist. Moist. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was going to get me. Yeah. So those are my Big collections. I've got lit- a few other little ones and that, but those are my biggies. I personally, I have a lot. Um, I guess the biggest one I have, those my wrestling figures. I have so many. I don't even know the amount, but I try to focus more on the female wrestlers as they're more rare. I will get there. Just geez. <laughs> Anyways, but um, I have a lot that are signed. Those ones are not going anywhere. I recently gave up my Kurt Angle to River because he signed it to her. So I I kind of have to give it to her now, but it's still technically mine. But she's going to end up with them at all anyway, so whatever. Um, but I have, how, I think I have like 18 Trish Stratus figures at least. And I have probably 20 Jeff Hardys and probably 20 Matt Hardys and about eight Litas. Um, but I have tons, tons of them. Um, I also have a shit ton of pop vinyls. Right now, I'm only collecting certain music ones. And I, Colleen gave me two Jurassic World ones that I actually took out of the box. Those are the only two out of the box. Um, but, and what else am I collecting? Records. I'm back to collecting vinyl records again, because I actually love the music off of them. It'd be nice if I could play them. I've got, I love Lucy stuff. I got the Beatles. Um, River slowly collecting Tom Petty t-shirt. If I can find it. I'm not really. I have a dinosaur collection in general. Yeah, so I have dinosaurs. And I'm, my new obsession is good luck socks. I love good luck socks. Plus, they're wearable, so it's great. And then I have a shit ton of Christmas ornaments that um, I they are more sentimental because you're getting them from people that you care about. So like I've got ornaments from my grandparents that are no longer with me. I've got ornaments from my mom. I got ornaments from Colleen. We used to do this thing. I'd give her a Star Wars ornament. She'd give me an I Love Lucy ornament. And then they stopped making Lucy ornaments. So now it's been kind of like, eh, now what? And then I've, I've given ornaments to Matt and obviously my daughter. So it's like here. But in Christmas time, we're slowly collecting polar bears. Oh, wow. I would have to say that probably my main one is my comic books. And no, they are not on display. You put comic books on display and people want to touch them with greasy fingers. <laughs> right? So they're kept in boxes, stirred vertically in plastic containers. Um, outside of that, uh, Godzilla, Godzilla models, right? Again, they're not displayed either. Right? None of them are. None of the Godzilla is the only one. Mothra is displayed, but still displayed in the box. But Matt and Sarah have started me heading towards that direction of going towards the Godzilla monsters. But oddly enough, they're really hard to find. Um, they never really made it. Yeah, they never really made it as a collectible thing. Um, I used to collect teddy bears. I only have kept the important ones. 
Um, and if they're stored, they're stored for safety because of their age. And the ones that are out, they're not on public view. They're, they're about my bedroom. Um, and the other big one that I did have, I used to have, and I don't even drink tea anymore. I used to own 35 teapots. Wow. Of all different ages, there was not a single one of them that was the same. Uh, everything from fine china porcelain to a brown Betty was sitting on the other end, right? It was um, a silver service. But it was literally just a whole series of just... But that was Bob and I. That's what we collected together. So, and you thought my books took up a lot of room. The teapots took up a lot of room. Just, and when they were, when, when I was collecting them, they were displayed. They were all on the valance above in the kitchen, the upper valance. Right. But yeah, that's pretty much me now. Yeah. What about your monsters? Well, yeah, there's the monsters. The, the, monsters. the Param- right. I think they're known as the Paramount Monsters now yes, they because yes, they're they kind yes, of classified under that. They are the Paramount Monsters. And again, um, when you find them, you grab them. Yeah. But they're, they come out very rare and they come available very seldom. But you are right. You know, it's like, uh, and that's anything in, in truth monster related. Right? And we had you, we, we found you, the, uh, this island earth monster, the one with the big brain thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's on display. Uh, was it Christmas? But I ended up finding you all the parts for Voltron. Ah, well, the five Voltron. That's just a unique piece on itself. Yeah, right? but it's a collection of but five. But it's a collection right? of five. It's yeah. a completed set. Yeah. Ooh, my one and only. Mm. <laughs> the next closest is Defenders, and I'm still missing from the original Defenders comic comic book. I'm still missing six individual issues from the entire run before they go from the defenders to the new defenders six titles and i haven't been able to find them anywhere cool okay uh greg do you collect anything yeah i collect a few things uh, i think my first collection was hot wheels when i was a kid i used to have hundreds of them yeah, and I, used, I, I think I still have them at my parents' house. They're stored in my old bedroom there in the, in the closet there. And I also, when I was a kid, I, I when I started watching wrestling, I would collect all the wrestling magazines. Well, mostly the WWF magazines because that's what I was always watching was that. But then I would get the odd, uh, I think it was like WoW magazine, World of Wrestling. It, yeah, and pro wrestling illustrated magazines as well so i had a few of them and i also am a big i like to watch movies and stuff like that and tv shows so i have like a large dvd blu-ray collection of movies and and i used to have them up in my where i used to live in my room i used to have them all lined up out on display so anytime i wanted to watch a movie or a TV show or whatever, I could grab the the copy. And I would also grab, I would also have like more than one copy of the movie because, for instance, The Goonies is probably one of my favorite movies. So I have a copy of it in VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, and I have the special edition Blu-ray as well. So that's... I've got to ask, I've got to ask, do you, when you display them, are they alphabetical or are they by genre? Alphabet. <laughs> yeah, that was how I had it before. Yeah, right now they're in like a Tupperware Rubbermaid container. <laughs> Genre. <laughs> I, I, we've got tons of movies. I do them genre alphabetically. So each genre is in its own container, but then alphabetical within there. So that I know if I go, I go to this case for this one and that for that one. So... I just find it easier to do it by alphabet because if I know the name of the movie I want to watch, I just look it up. Like, you know, it's... I, I, I hear that. But for me, I'll get in the mood for a horror film or a sci-fi film or a monster film, a creature feature. Um, and But I'm not sure which creature feature I want to watch. So I've got to go and look at the creature feature bin. Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's understandable. Yeah. A uh, couple other things that I... Uh, collect. I do the pop finals, but mostly mine are 
Well, they're a little bit of everything. Um, mostly the Flash because I'm a big fan of the Flash. So I usually, I have pretty much all of them. I have like, yeah, I have Reverse, yeah, Reverse Flash and the Flash, and I have like the older Flash as well. Uh, I have Batman, and I have, I have the one that I really like, and you guys are gonna laugh, but I have a Shawn Mendes one too. <laughs> oh, he's a young. Singer. He's a singer. Yeah, he's my favorite. So Heartthrob, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Recent singer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that's what I have. And I also have a collection of bottle openers as well. Mm. So I uh, I get like ones from different cities and stuff mm. like that. So anytime a friend goes on vacation, I'm like, oh, can you grab me a bottle opener and all that? So I have Stuff from Hawaii, Ireland, New York. Um, oh, cool! Like Montreal. Yeah. My grandmother used to do the little spoons. Yeah. She yeah. had those from everywhere because my grandparents traveled a lot, so she would always get a spoon from somewhere. And she would put them in. They had these cases yeah. that yeah. people yeah. used to collect and my put them out. Yeah. My neighbors had them too. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the coolest collections I've ever seen was a friend of mine, and she collects salt and pepper shakers. And she has that. Last time I heard, she had over two hundred and fifty of them, right? But there are some really, really um, unique salt and pepper shakers, especially if they were designed as an advert, right? They're just incredible. They're just incredible. I have. Um when I said I had 18 Trish Stratus figures, I should have elaborated that I actually have probably a separate Trish Stratus collection, um, our Canadian girl. Um, I have almost as many magazine covers of her as I can find or any magazines that have articles with her in it. I've got her bride magazine, like, you know, the bride magazine that's like a phone book. It, I have that with her on the cover and all of her wedding pictures on the inside. Um, I have DVDs. I've got movies that she's been in. There's two Christmas movies that I need to get on DVD and I haven't been able to get. Um, and yeah, so basically I, and I have Trish Stratus ornaments. <laughs> yep. So yeah, and I have tons of her autographs. Plus she's kind of an acquaintance, I guess. Maybe. We talk a lot on Instagram, so yeah. I forgot one of my big collections actually, which is all my figurines, like little breakable figurines in that that I started when I was like six. Yes, I know. I've unwrapped a lot. Yeah. So I have a bunch of that. Uh, so that was the one I did forget. You know, I forgot that one. And then, of course, I also inherited, you know, um, whatever my mom – what my mom didn't really collect, but my dad did. Um, so I inherited, like, his coin collection and different things like yeah. that. You know, there's not much, yeah. but – I just wish I had a way to display. Like, we don't have enough room in our house to I... display anything. So – but, like, I mean, even you've seen my place. I have so much – I guess I have too many collections. I can't display them all. I don't know how to display them. Yeah, and I'm a person who doesn't like stuff. <laughs> so that I have my spaceships is lucky enough. So, like, I have no DVDs, no books. Everything is digital with me because I just don't want that stuff around and have to dust it. Yeah. So You'd hate my place. Yeah. So I myself probably collect way too much. Uh <laughs> One thing Peter forgot was he also collects games, like board games, uh, tabletop games, uh, book and pen and paper kind of games. Oh, here he comes. Well, I got to counter that. You yeah, you got name, it. Right? You yeah. called me out. I see him. All right. <laughs> but but it, there are, I guess you are right to call it a collection, but there are some things that there's my two types of collections, and those are the ones that Peter. I'm at 16 boxes. Yeah, but where I put up on the put up where I display or I put away. Um, but the games I think of in there's a collection that's the other collection are things that I just stare at and look at, and it's pretty and I like yeah. and it makes me feel yummy. These are things that I actually <laughs> I actually interact with, right? Like yeah. the games or you, you have know, a collection of paintings. Oh yeah, my art. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, wieners in it. I sit around people. and stare at that a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, one of my weirdest days well, in my entire saying, life was about having the games. My... Though Peter, is that it's not it's a collection, but it's not because you have it for social gatherings to fill the time. Oh, I'm not talking about the art with the wieners. Okay, I'm talking about his games, but you have games, right? 
Unless I'm missing something. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Matt's making I was weird actually gestures about over to, here. You know, where you but were you're going. you're right. It's I a social actually, thing. It's a social collection so yeah. that you have a thing to do for and, friends over And I and expect stuff. it to be used. Yeah. They they bother me when I see them gathering dust and not being used. It, it's like, it's like maybe it's, there's active collections and non-active collections and the games are an active collection. Okay, so I got the games out of the way because uh, I have 16 boxes of freaking magic cards and it's only getting worse from here. Yeah. Uh, we also have a collection of games. One because our daughter keeps getting a game every year and it's always those big ones that never go back in the box. Like, oh, you know, no. Mouse Trap and Shark Attack and Break the Ice and... and Did you have a dental one? No, that's the two. Oh, the, the Crocodile shark. Dentist and all that. Or, or, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think she had a smaller version of it. Oh, they had those when I was a kid. They really never changed yeah. much, have they? So... Hungry, hungry hippo. That's games out of the way. Hungry, hungry hippo. Yeah. So that's games out of the way. Uh, in, well, I can never say it, but well, because it's of. It's not games out of the way. Why? Well, there's a lot of games. Cause well, there's a lot of games, but you see, and that's maybe where games also becomes a problem for me. Cause, but then you take D&D, right? And I have got bins of dice. I have got bookcases of books. Yeah, I know. Right? I moved your books. I moved you know, your comic um, books. I moved your. Yeah. I've, 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 like, I've got bins of pads and graphs and maps and. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's what I mean is sometimes the game itself, a single game, like you mentioned magic, and that's a collection. Okay, sure. Like, right? before I help you move your comic books again, I'm more likely to throw you 50 bucks to get someone else to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know that I've called down on most of my books, eh? Oh, have you? You're yeah, yeah. It's only about half the weight that it used to be. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. like I was saying, uh, because Jason David Frank died and, you know, kind of got me into a Power Rangers uh, kick. So, I pulled up my collection of Megazords. They've kind of gotten out of hand up there. Yes. And, um, but they're colorful. Uh, they're really they're colorful. Nice. There's a lot of blue, red, and yellow, and pink. Well, not, not, so, not enough pink. There's only one pink. One visible pink. Yeah, one visible pink. Always <laughs> one visible There's pink. always one visible pink at every party, right? Peter's done. I'm done. I, I, I broke Peter. Okay, so I have Megazords and Power Rangers. I also have a Morpher and a Dragon Zord, or a Dragon Dagger. Uh, I had to take the batteries out of all of those things <laughs> I just mentioned today because they were dying and I didn't want it to corrode and destroy the thing. Uh, I too, like Coleman, have a fairly large collection of ships. However, mine are not to the same standards as yours. Mine are like the Ravel. Yeah, yours are the ones that have to be put together. And put yeah, together. whereas yeah. yours are Eagle Moss. And <laughs> yeah, they're already yeah, done. And yeah, painted. and they're gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, they're Eagle Moss. If you, if you got the money, that's how you do it. Yeah. As long as they keep shipping to Canada. They're not. They're bankrupt. They're bankrupt. Eagle they Moss went bankrupt. Oh, no. Yeah, can't get them anymore. Got you can find them the... on eBay, but they're charging a fortune. Right? Uh, now the value of the collection has gone up. Oh, yeah, none well, of mine are on, on we'll card. They're all we'll out of the there. box. So, because I'm like, I'm not keeping them in the box. I want them displayed. Yeah. Yep. So, and they're worth more if they're in the box, right? Yep. But I, I've got enterprises. I've got the whole series of enterprises. You know, yeah. A through whatever. Uh, I don't have the enterprise yeah. from that first one or anything before that kind of thing. Um, you guys are being really distractive. God, these children. We're conferring. Don't confer. You'll get blind. I, I don't know. I, I realized something. So I also have pop vinyls mainly because it was the thing to do at the time and they were kind of neat. Um, so in that respect, I have all the next gen ones. Um, I have all the Ghostbuster ones. Um, and I don't just mean the normal ones where you've got like the normal guys, but like I have the Ghostbuster car. I have the the double big um Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh cool. I've got uh I'm like a Godzilla. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh we found uh Sarah found Peter a glow in the dark limited edition Godzilla one, which was there was a difference. There was two released and that one was the more pricey ones, but I don't know about the pop vinyl mans. To me, they're like the Beanie Babies or like Pog 
or like any of those other things that just kind of went boom for a little bit and now everybody's got millions of them and we don't know what to do with them and it's more plastic in the landfill because they're not worth anything. Wait, wait, wait. But I want to get I want to get to prices changing yeah, in a minute here. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so uh, I also have roughly four hundred transformers. <laughs> R- roughly. Approximately. Yeah, approximately. It could be more. It could be less. Oh, I, I'm. Yo, He's Sarah got says a lo- it, lot of doubles. That's my fault. Sa- well, yeah, it helps though. Then you can open them. Uh, I also have uh, an entire set of Justice League figures. I have an entire set of Ghostbuster figures. I have models of Hollywood cars, which include the Batmobile, uh, the uh, Ecto, the DeLorean kit, and the General Lee. Yeah, I said the General Lee. Oh, don't get mad at me. Anyway, what well, it was the times, okay? You had to be there. It's, it's not a... Anyway, that's a different story. Yeah, the Dukes of Hazard. that's a different story entirely. We'll talk about that later, maybe. That would be for the NASCAR Brock podcast. Yeah. Uh, Sarah and I both have collected together DC statues. Yeah. Um, I have several bags of Star Wars action figures. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I collect. Like I said, Power Rangers and, and Transformers are probably, well, no, it would probably be Star Trek and Transformers are my yeah, biggest but, ones. But where's the line between it being a collecting and being hoarding? I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> when you run out of bins. I, I thought it was just an age thing. Like, you know, at 60, I'm getting close to becoming the hoarder, right? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So. I'm pretty sure that's my entire collection of everything. I can't think of much else. I have a Batman figure that I bought, but that's only because I had that same Batman figure when I was eight. So it's up there. So am I one of the only ones here who who has like kind of the classic collection yeah. in terms of like stamps and yeah. and breakables and that? Greg's got some. Well, hold Come, on. But well, yeah. Okay. Hold on. I, I got a list of stuff. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just made it now. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a way to keep the flow going. So, um, out of our collections, I'm going to start with Colleen and just kind of come back. Uh, has your collection gained in value? Well, see, part of the plus um, with, so for the stamps, you only ever, when you collect uh, postage stamps, um, you only ever actually pay the price on the stamp. Uh, at least for Canadian stamps. Um, if I wanted to try and order ones from other countries, I'd pay more to get them here. But so the stamp price is, let's say, uh, let's say we're looking at ones from the 70s. So like uh, 15 cents. That will always be 15 cents. It does not matter. As long as the stamp has not been used, it is always worth the face value. So like some of my oldest stamps that are like one cent or whatever, um, they are still worth one cent. I could put them on a on an envelope today and they can be used. They haven't been canceled. They're perfectly fine. Um, some of the ones like OFDC's official first day covers, those definitely raise in price. The hunting license stamps from Bateman, um, you know, a lot of them will raise in price, especially if you collect corner blocks or souvenir sheets. Um, we do have a story in the family my grandma started us all on it and my cousins weren't interested, so I got them. But um, my grandma had a full sheet of a misprint of the RCMP, um, I think it was the 50th or the 75th anniversary where they had a double chin strap. Very, very rare. And she had the full pain, which was like 40, 50 stamps. And my, uh, I go down into her room one day and I find she's addressing envelopes and she'd ripped the pane apart and was using, I, I seriously had a heart attack because just by her going into that pane and taking a few out, she took something which could have been worth like, like now it's probably about, it would be about 10,000. She took it down to just a few dollars. By by opening Took it up back that to its face value. Yeah. So at least that's the plus about the stamp collecting is is that they are always worth their face value. Um, and then if you know if you find the right buyer who wants that stamp, now I don't collect the really old ones. Mine are more modern ones, so everybody can ha- get them. 
it's they're they're really not worth much, but they can always be used to send cards. Um, for my Star Wars, I there are a few which are really rare. In fact, my my two really rare ones Sarah got for me. Um, they're uh, the babies, the twins, and had to order them from the states because they weren't sent up to Canada, of course. So Sarah got them for me, and so it's uh, uh, Bail Organa with baby Leia and um, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi with baby Luke. And those are my two, like, those are my pride and joys. Um, so those ones are worth, like, they are definitely worth more than what I paid. A lot of them, though, it depends on who's going to buy them. Do you have any of the Star Trek ones? Uh, I did have some of the, I had some of the Star Trek ones from the TNG back in the 90s. I got rid of them. Yeah, because they came out, they came out with ones. My ex was a postmaster. And he told me because they were came out with the 50th anniversary so canada did a whole um collection of stamps for star trek yeah i oh i have all those oh, okay. i That's i what i was wondering yes yeah. oh sorry i thought you meant the figures yeah we were on the um, figures yeah the, but yeah i was just about to ask do you oh, have any crazy ones like yes you know? and in fact um when you when you stamp <laughs> collect you join a philatelic community that is disgusting this I, is a family show i know so Anyway, in the philatelic community, you'll get these, um, uh, you'll get magazines, and they'll also show you stamps that are from different countries. So I've gotten, I've got some of the Star Trek stamps from the U.S. I've got some Star Wars stamps from the U.S. So like I've ordered them specifically. I wanted that extra. They they aren't part of my usual Canadian collection, but I wanted those stamps because I love the artwork. Um, I fell in love with, I fell in love with the artwork on the on the stamps. Like they are just so beautiful. Um, but yeah, I love it when I can find those, those interesting ones at, that are from other countries and a lot of countries put out some really cool ones. Um, but yeah, I do have some of the Star Trek ones. All right, Coleman, uh, has your collection gone up in value? I really don't know. I mean, I know that getting the ships, especially the Ecomod ships, now that they're bankrupt, the, pr- the prices have went up. I mean, they're asking over $125 for the small six-inch ones. Oh, wow. Just the... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and there's some that you just can't get anymore. Like, they put out special edition ones. Can't get those because they were only for people who did the collection. Do you know... Yeah, they must have finished that last Enterprise that they had the build kit where they had the subscription Yeah, the Enterprise D build. um, That was only available in the States. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Yeah. it never finished. It never finished. At least the Ecto-1 got finished, but just barely. Yeah, they went bankrupt before that. I I don't know if you guys know much about Eagle Moss, but you can sign up to it. It's kind of like a (laughs) subscription thing. That's what I signed up first, was for the subscription. I would get two ships every month. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, and I didn't really care about non-Federation ships. I only cared about the Federation ships. Yeah. And then it was getting to the point where it's okay, I'm getting a shitload of these. So I've got to figure out what I'm going to collect with this. And yeah. that's when I went, I'm just going to do the Enterprise collection. Yeah. The I had Enterprise to, had to line. Trim the fat. Yeah. yeah. And I had the Voyager and I had the Cerritos because those are my two favorite shows. Yeah. And it's the Cerritos is funny because it's more comic book looking than the other ships. So it doesn't have the detail like. Is the Cerritos from the new cartoons? Yeah. Which one? The Lower Decks? Lower Decks. Oh, nice. You have that ship. Yeah, I okay. have that one. That's neat. And I do have the one from, uh, I have the Orville as well. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so I have the Orville. We watched a bit of that. That's a weird ship too because yeah. it's all curvy and stuff. Yeah, because Quantum Drive. They have a Quantum yeah. Drive. Yeah. But I actually like the show. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And he did good tribute to Star Trek because he's a big Star Trek fan. Oh, and he, he was actually in official yep. Star Trek too at one yeah. point. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I don't know if they might be if, you know, they can't get them, but I'm not really interested in that. I just, they're for my own pleasure and I don't care what anybody else. Yeah. yeah. So you, you don't even look to sell them. No. You're like, no, no, no these are just my sale. babies. Yep, these that's are, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Peter? Do you think all that paper is still worth a good buck? Or? Uh, when it comes to the comic books, uh, I'm just going to be honest like, with the comic book. My 
nephew's children might see value in them, right? Um, but a few warehouses full of comic books. I was going to say, by yeah. my math, at least three full warehouses full yeah, of books have yeah, to burn down be first. Some major things going on. Now, at the same time, <clears throat> still affected by that whole warehouse thing, but um, for the death of Superman, which was in a sealed cover with three different, uh, it's a sealed bag and three, four different covers, and the rebirth of, of Superman, also in a sealed bag with four different covers. Um, <clears throat> I have one of both of them still sealed in the bag and never opened. So because of that, that those particular ones have more value than when I purchased them. Um, but what I find in that most of the collection, it's not the collection itself. It's one or two pieces, right? When it comes to my art, right? Um, Revenge of the Jedi right as opposed to return of the jedi and it's for the empire strikes back soundtrack and it's the big movie movie poster the theater poster and but it was the original mock-up and the original working title for return of the jedi was revenge of the jedi and that was scrapped but i actually have a poster that reads revenge of the jedi i have um i've got two you know when luke goes into jabba's palace and he's wearing the black cape and everything I have two identical figures. One says Revenge of the Jedi, and one says Return of the Jedi. And those are my babies. I love those two. So yeah, it's the revenge. Yeah, so, so I, guess, I guess where I'm going with that is that it's just a question of a uniqueness in certain things, right? One of the neat things that I'm going to say about that, though, right, it's only been, I think, in the last five or six years that issue one of the Amazing Spider-Man, or the Incredible Peter Parker, whichever one, but the original Spider-Man, right? It only, up until five or six years ago, uh, when you would look it up, it had no price. Because it had never yet been sold. And it was only in the last six years that it was the one remaining copy had been sold at auction. And it went for a pretty penny, I think, in the millions. Yeah, I think it went for four and a half million dollars. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But but now but that was cherry, it, but now it has though. a price. That was right. So until someone comes and offers me something for what piece of my collection, they really have no value, right? I have a Picasso that's a Picasso lithograph, um, uh, in his three color phase, which was his really short phase when he was doing lithographs, right? But again, it was also when Picasso was selling them out of his cottage to anyone who walked in, right? So, <laughs> so there's a lot of them, right? You know, uh, and it's just that whole question of with individual pieces, right? Where it's going to go. I certainly know that as an interest in things has waned down, there's been some increase in some of the models and such. But that's just because... They just really aren't made. Those plastic models, like you were talking yourself about the gold plastic. Yeah. Right? And, the, and the fact that you've taken so much care for them and you're pulling them out and they're brittle and they've faded all of their gold. Yeah. Right? So they're not even made for durability. So no. If you can keep, they're just, in that case, just time is making your value go yeah. up. Yeah. Right? Cool. Uh, Greg, do you think your collection has gained value? I could see maybe the wrestling magazines because they they're not they don't make them anymore so they're rare but I mean I guess the Hot Wheels ones could be too if they're still in the packages but mine are all out of the package so I don't think they'll be worth that much to be honest and uh for like my bottle opener collection it's not I don't really think it would be like a it's more like a hobby in each thing there for me, yeah. So I, I just can't see it, but yeah. But you never know. There are some Hot Wheels that are that have went for good prices because they were a select like they were a special edition or something that was done for a movie or something and they just never just never did them again, right? So, I mean, I used to collect pinky cars as a kid because it was something I could and buy with my dinky. allowance. Well, we called them that, but That's yeah. what we called them, too. Yeah, yeah, and we used to, like, my friends and I, we'd, we'd swap them, right? Like, oh. we'd, oh, I'll give you two of these if you give me that one. Mm -hmm. And 
I'll get to it later, but yeah, we had duffel bags. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was something I could buy with my allowance. I had like oh, yeah. five dollars, like, and I could, could buy like two cars of of, for. A f- yeah. yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was great. One of the reasons why they might be worth more is because that was at a time before the internet, before eBay, when the toys were not really considered a big deal or a big collection. So people got rid of them. They got destroyed. They got lost. And now they're worth more. Hold on. We're getting to that. My mother threw out all of my Star Wars toys. You don't even want to hear what my grandma did to my dad. Hey, but, Coleman, but, but do you that, want an original 1979 Millennium Falcon? Uh, no, that's mine. Oh, it's hers. But 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 that point where Colleen was talking about, and I can actually pinpoint it exactly where, and it is hockey cards. There's a point in it around 85 where the people who make the hockey card collections and the sport card collections, like baseball cards, right, they started warehousing their product. And it's that point in time where the um, people making the product said, I'm going to warehouse so much and sell only this much so that I have the majority. And it's an all method of controlling the price when they want to control the price. That's what I say, you know, buy two, break one. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, do you think any of yours have gone up in price or... Um, I know some of my pop vinyls have. Um, I have two John Lennons from the Yellow Submarine, one out of box, one in box, and they're both worth way more than even unboxed is um, worth more than you think. Well, than the way I paid for it. Last I checked, I think it was almost ninety something dollars. And um, oh my gosh, there was one that was worth a lot more than that. I can't remember which one it is now. Um, might have been the john lennon actually maybe was worth more but i want to say it was a wrestling one that was worth more um uh for my wrestling figures my very first wrestling figure i bought was when i was 17 i bought an undertaker and for the longest time he was worth i paid 9.99 for him but you can't find wrestling figures for that price now at one point he was worth over 400 dollars. now he's gone down to i think 70 something it fluctuates with wrestling figures so much. Um, I think if you were to look at my collection, my anything that was made from Jack Specific is going to be worth more than the Mattel ones. And they're also, in terms of quality, the Jack Specific is way better. Yeah. Because River opened some of my Jack Specifics, and they're all in great shape. But she gets the Mattel ones from like new ones, and they're falling apart in a week. It's horrible. They don't make them the same way they used to. Jack Specific was amazing with their yeah. figures, and and they looked so real. They like the wrestling figures they did were just yeah. mind boggling. Well, that's yeah. why I kind of slowed down on collecting them because Mattel took over the yeah. the WWE's um, contract, and the figures I found like the quality just was kind of shitty. Yeah, um, I have a Brody Lee figure after he passed, and I have a, of just him, and I have a Brody Lee and his son negative one in a box set, and I'm sure those are probably going to be worth something because. I pre-ordered the Brody Lee in the negative one box set for $59.99 within, like, before I even got it, it was up to over 90-something dollars. Wow. So, yeah. And what about yours, Matt? Are they worth? Um, well, with mine, see, the one I mainly do, like, focus on the most is my Transformer collection. It's obviously the behemoth in the room kind of thing, right? Um, so, with... <laughs> With that, you can buy them, and then six months later, they're worth double to triple. Just because some have broken, because Transformers have moving parts, and Murphy's Law is if it has a moving part, odds are it's going to break. That's just the way it goes. And plastic, they say plastic doesn't biodegrade. I'm sorry, that's wrong. It does too. Oxidization happens to plastic all the time, makes it brittle, makes it break. I bring up my Transformers as often as I can and transform them so they don't seize. Uh, Sarah pulled out my Batarang today and it had seized, so I had to forcefully pry it open. But um, no, the Transformers have gone up in value. Um, I don't think my Magic cards are worth anything because there's just too many of them. There's just too many of them. There's. Uh, I also. But, but that's the weird thing is because Magic cards, now you've got to, it, it, you're right, as a group, they're not worth anything, right? But within that group, 
you have to look at each one of the cards, and there are cards within there where I'm sure you'll find are worth hundreds of from between one and five hundred dollars i myself have it just from a booster pack i just recently bought sitting at home in a plastic case because it was at that time i bought it it was a fifty dollar card and i paid six bucks for the for the booster pack yeah right so is it that's those and that's what i mean it's those, those weird ones where it's within the collection right yeah um for one reason or another that that particular card is is gone value right so um dan dan would be he's got a website where he can just put in the card number like scan it from the barcode and it automatically takes it to the um pricing page oh wow that's pretty handy yeah his dragon deck his dragon deck for magic um has certain cards in it that makes its value over 500 dollars. the deck itself the deck itself huh so, yeah, my Transformers have gone up. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them go down. Some of them stay the same. But if you stick to specific ones, they go up. If they're in the package, it helps. Um, I don't think... I know the Power Rangers go up because they usually aren't that popular anymore. They're not nearly as popular as Transformers are now, right? Um, yes, kids know of them, but they'll watch like one or two seasons and then they'll grow out of it, right? It's too campy for most kids. If kids even are watching TV anymore, I don't even know. <laughs> Mine watches the tablet and YouTube most of the time, so, you know, Netflix is king and all that kind of stuff, and Disney Pluses. And... But the Power Rangers have made the move to Netflix. Yes and no. I was looking for some earlier and I couldn't find a lot of it, but I heard some of it's also on Disney, so you gotta look around for it, but um lost collections so i'll start this one off because i have lost pog collection when uh star wars episode one came out i think it was episode one they released these pepsi cans with all the different character faces on it i had the entire collection and the pop was still in the can and then just over time they ended up uh, the pop would eat through the can they would leak or you'd go to move it, now it's got a ding in it, now it's not worth anything. So, like, I ended up getting rid of that one. That was more of a messy collection. It was so bad to try and keep that thing going. But <laughs> apparently there's a way you're supposed to drain it. And right? Yeah, you have a lost one? Yeah. So, the pod collection, yeah, that's gone. Um, a lot of toys I had as a kid, gone. You know, all that kind of stuff. Most of my collection has been remade since then. Um, but yeah, has anybody lost a collection? I, I lost, I lost my Star Wars and I lost all my Smurfs. Oh. As a kid, I used to collect Smurfs because they were big when I was a kid, right? So yeah, I had tons of Smurfs and my mother just threw them out. She I, just threw them all out. I well, you're old now. You don't need these. I had, um, every wrestling, every WWF magazine from 1988 to 1994. In, in your dresser drawer. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And my mom, when we moved, she's like, they're too heavy to transport. Get rid of them. So we got rid of them. And then I started up again in 90. I think I bought the odd one in 95. But then I started buying them all the time in 96. And I had everything up until, oh, God, I think till 2004. And then I was back to buying the odd ones. But again, you move. They're heavy to transport. Nobody wants to carry that bucket, right, Peter? Um, and so you're forced to get rid of them. So yeah, it's a lost collection. I've lost one, and 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 to this day, I always go back to it because it. I lost it to mold. It got wet, and uh, they molded into one solid mass. But I'm on my magic card collection is collection number two. Number one included original release. Uh, year one, year two, right? Uh, year three. Um, and I had stopped playing and then started playing again. And that's when I discovered that the mold had got in. And it was just one of those things that, oh my God. And then original, original at the time where it's $50 a card, Chaos Orb. Three of them were in that. Because I would never use them, right? Cause I didn't you also had Black Lotuses in that set, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
So if yeah. you have a black lotus, your value just went so, up. So, so those people out there who have their black lotuses and are going, it's worth this, I helped get that price for you. Yeah, he made it more rare. You're welcome. I, for me, I had, um, I always talk about, uh, I had tons of Star Wars toys as a kid. Like, I was always obsessed from the time I was very little. And I had Farm Boy Luke, which is about a $15,000 toy. And I sold him at a garage sale for 25 cents. Was it a dildo? Bite me. Um, but the biggest one, the, the story I've grown up here, and I'm the sure everyone one. has a million of these. Um, my dad collected, um, he loved comic books and he loved sci-fi. And when he was a kid, um, he fell in love with his brand new comic book and he bought the first one and he bought every single one after it. His mom hated it. And um, he had the whole, every, all of them. He goes away to army camp, comes back and uh, his mom threw them all out. So that was the Flash number one, uh, or no, Green Green Lantern, Green Lantern number one, all the way up to whatever he had at that point. And he never let my grandmother forget that. Your dad also had a collection of handmade guitars that he made himself. Oh yeah, yeah. He he. I've got a, a bunch of those. I've got a gorgeous Star one. He Star Wars one. He did. Um, but yeah, he made he made a bunch of handmade. Uh, ukulele mini guitars and that and gave gave them away to he he made ones for all of the great uh nephews and uh and then and then for his grandkids and then i've got a few myself um but yeah he did he made them all so yeah and uh but yeah no i always i always grew up hearing about anytime anything about green lantern came on it was um it was i had that <laughs> So I grew up hearing all about, you know, the horrible thing my grandmother did. <laughs> oh. okay. It's funny you mention it, right? Because for me, um, teddy bears and comic books, they probably represent my first two collections, right? Once I moved out of the house. As a kid, I wasn't allowed to have teddy bears or any stuffed animal. That's because you were humping them. No, because of my asthma. But thank oh. you for the compliments. <laughs> All right, um, and 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 my father, right? That was, boy ain't right. Was strictly against comic books. They, they like, he, he was, he was, he, the, the, um, they were the they, work of the devil. They well, not the work of the devil, just not proper literature. And we should learn to read proper literature. And it was just that whole thing, like elevate yourself. There were too much fantasy and yeah, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Right, so they would be destroyed if we if we caught if we caught us with them. I used to read heavy metal, and my grandmother thought they were just the most horrible things. That how would they even allow this stuff to be published? Because it's all nothing but sex and violence, <laughs> and it's just evil. <laughs> That's like serial killers who collected well, those like, detective magazines. It's like Netflix I'm today. Su- I'm surprised you are not a serial killer. I know. <laughs> Everybody says that the, all the serial killers have um, always had like the the detective magazines where they had like scantily clad women on the covers oh, and yeah. stuff like that, and that's what led them to these oh, sadistic please. fantasies. Well, maybe it didn't lead them that way, but it definitely increased it. And I'm like, how can a magazine do that? But I think the imagery, imagery, profit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it, maybe it's just that. They were already predisposed to be like yeah. that, and the imagery appealed to yeah. their sense. That's yeah. that makes but more sense. But it seems to, to me, be funny but... that a lot of the old school um, serial killers have that correlation. Yeah. All right, my next category that I wrote down just today, like when we started, um, uh, envious collections. So I know I met one guy years ago, and he had Transformers and he had metal ones because at the time. It was a special series. They were doing like a titanium or a steel series, and they were all transformers that were made out of metal. And that's actually kind of what, kind of what restarted my wanting to collect transformers. And then the other one uh, was a coworker of mine when I was uh, still living in Owen Sound and working at a call center. Went over to his place one day, and he's like, "Here, I want to show you my collection." And you go into this room, and it's literally. There is no wall. It's all original Star Wars action figures in their packages. Oh. He had that, you know, elusive Boba Fett. Yeah. He had two. Oh. You know, he had I 
you know, the the Boba Fett ship, Slave One. He had the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. He had a couple Millennium Falcons because it's doing the same thing as the one I have. And it, the plastic goes yellow. Yeah. Because of just how the plastic is. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo systems are a good example of the plastic going yellow. <clears throat> um. So, yeah. Have you guys had any collections you were envious of? So, uh, for me, envious collections. Basically, I will en- envy anybody's collection who has it beautifully displayed and organized mm-hmm. yeah a- anything where it's like you can see everything and it's gorgeous like has lights on it or you can see everything there i don't care what it is i will still envy the the way they display it and i know like with the stamps i'm constantly trying to keep a catalog going of them it's like i envy <sighs> any collector who knows exactly what they have like it's uh that's my envy Mine was a guy who had <coughs> Star Trek ships actually professionally made. So they were all lit and made out of metal t- in- infrastructure and, and foreign plastic and all that. And of course, that's why if I ever win the lottery, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And that was my envious one. I was just like, oh my God, they're amazing. He had them all done to scale. So like oh, the NX01 wow. was to scale. So he had the NX01 oh, and then went up in size mm. because you know the B was double the size, double the length of the A. You get to D and you're talking about a city. Well, yeah. yeah. And it was just amazing. I was just like that's what I want. If I win the lottery, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And he went to a professional model builders who would do stuff for movies and stuff like this and had it all made. And it cost him a fortune, but that's what he wanted. And had it all displayed. And and his will be relatively unique, too, because well, yeah. they were done to order, right? Yeah, done to order and done to the studio, the studio scales, yeah. Peter, you got a, what, a collection I've got to go with envious? Colleen. And when I think about, you know, the ones that I've been envious, it's where, and this is my room up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, it, right. it. Trust me. If I could, I would. Well, and that's exactly. And, and that's. And that's. It might and be that's more the than thing. Like I've. <clears throat> I've seen the comic books in a library format, right? And and uh, like this guy was nuts, right? But because you, you did, you walked in and he gave you white gloves. Yeah. Wow. Right. Right. Because you, you didn't touch a comic book, right? No. And there was a whole way of... Human the, oils are icky. He had the whole stick movement for turning pages and shit, like they do in the yeah. reserve section. But, oddly enough, he was also, right, he worked in the library, right? So it's like, yeah. that's where he gets all... But any of those ones where they've actually been able to... where I've Because I've never been able to fully display. I've never been able to have, have the space... space. Well, that that was it. Um, I had recently brought up some buckets from the basement and consolidated them into one big one, uh, which leads me into my next thing, which I want to cover just real quick. Uh, what would you guys suggest for best storage? For me, it would be uh, because a lot of mine are plastic and degrade with sunlight and um, oxygen. I have them in Ziploc bags, and they're in bins in the basement. Uh, I would not like them to be in bins in the basement, but when you're in a small house, that's what you do. You know, you keep your collection as safe as you can. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, any idea, any advice you can give to safe storage? So, this one, I had to look into this, like I said, with the stamps. There are um, these special bins that are made. They have... Um, they're very thick, high quality plastic, and you can get them clear and you can also get them tinted so they can pr- uh, protect against light. And the lids have a vapor seal on them and they are meant for I- archival storage. Um, so you will pay more for them and you can get them at like Canadian Tire or, or Walmart. Actually, no, I got them at Canadian Tire, but um, you do pay more for them, but they will keep the collection a lot safer. Do you know what that would cost me? Well, these bins were about for for they're probably like a small to medium size what I've got. And they were about thirty, forty dollars a bin. 
But when you think about what you're putting in them and how expensive it is and what you've put into it, it, it does pay off for a smaller collection. I mean, for a huge collection, that would be hard. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. It, or he. Or the not. the other thing you is, is, is like uh, a really good way is um, like you get the, the plastic bins um, and you need to look for uh, archival paper that you can store in it to help protect them. You want to make sure anything that you store with them is archi- archival quality so that it doesn't have any of the acid. I was just about to say, you uh, for storage of anything, you want acid-free. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it'll say archival quality. And, and that generally is, is your best bet. Um, you know, if you've got a clear bin, definitely line it. Um, the other thing that's always, that's also good is, I mean, cedar chests do work, get great. Um, cedar chests chests are really good. Um, so yeah, as long as you're not putting it in the basement and then a cedar chest is just a mold, uh, attractant. Yeah. I guess it depends on what your basement's like. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you're downtown Hamilton, most of them are underwater. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Good times. Good times. So we're at an hour. We made it. I do, but that's not so much a topic. So, thank you everybody for joining me. I'm thank you. I, I'm glad everybody can collect a little bit of something. And uh, in closing, I know something we all used to collect but don't have to anymore, and that's porn. <laughs>